want to make a difference in the world it means, you have to be different from the world you see. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, or morning, whatever time it is in Estonia or Germany. Uh, welcome to Thunderdome Metal Reviews. Uh, as per usual, I'm the alleged Dr. David Pizzo, and with me is the Reverend Ben Lindsay. How are you, Ben? I am doing well. You're in Kentucky, well, too, right? Allegedly. Allegedly. I am. I'm actually between the municipalities of Salem and Marion. So oh, a combined population okay. of less than 2,000. Of none. In these hills. <laughs> yes. so, and then uh, Tracy, the chicken slaughterer in Newport. How are you doing, brother? I'm doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. What are you talking about tonight, Tracy? We are talking about Hatebreeds. Oh, God, I don't know what number album it is. 37. <laughs> It's yeah, lot. it's it's up there. <laughs> it's a it's a lot. I think uh, they won't have information, but we're talking about their new album from November, "Way to the False Self." Yep, and I just read some lyrics from the title track, "Way to the False Self." Uh, I got to admit, I'm not necessarily a hardcore guy. I feel like Ben may be our closest thing to that. Which I know punk is not hardcore, but how do you feel about hardcore, Ben? Um, I don't like it as much as I like straight up punk most <laughs> of the time. Fine. Um, but it has its place, and um, depending on how you feel about Biohazard, I am either a really big hardcore fan or not one. Um, this is surprisingly only their eighth album. Mm. Wow. So, yeah, uh, the band at the time of recording was Jamie Josta on lead vocals, Chris mm -hmm. uh, Beatty on bass, Matt Byron on drums, Frank Novoseknek, Frank Novanek on rhythm guitars and backing vocals, Wayne Lozanak on lead guitar and backing vocals, which if you know anything about hardcore and this band, that means that there's a lot of shouting backing vocals. So much shouting. Yeah. Um, it has a runtime of 34 minutes and 46 seconds, came out on November 27th of 2020 on Dexter's Lab Recording out of Milford, Connecticut. Surprise, surprise. And the yeah i guess that's all i have to say oh no yeah. the producer is a dude by the who goes by the name of zeus, zeus. So, i mean i thought jamie had self produced it i don't think so no i think they had a guy oh. but and they're from connecticut yeah, they're from connecticut yeah. so props to them for staying local so and not going to tampa like everyone else to record <laughs> with ice earth but anyways <laughs> they probably recorded this there in a couple of times so they probably oh, i think they did too adjusted I think we're in that, in terms of, ladies and gentlemen, the albums we're listening to, I think we're absolutely in the COVID period now. Stuff that's yeah. come out in the last month. Uh, why'd you pick this album, Tracy? Well, in the late 2000s, or early 2010s, I had a big Hatebreed phase where I went through pretty much every album of Hatebreed. You would. I'm not a big fan of their first two, which the true Hatebreed fans are going to fucking find me and stab me because oh, of that. Oh, I know, dude. They're going to murder you. But like uh, everything from prior to Divinity of Purpose and Perseverance, I really deep dove into. And I saw these guys had a album coming out and I had just recently re-listened to the Concrete Confessional down prior to this. I was like, all right, I'll pick Hate Breed. It's this slim pickings. And if this has been a different month and some of the other stuff, I don't know if I want to pick this over some of the albums I picked. So Sure. Well, it's a thing and I listen to it a lot. Because that's yeah. what we do on Thunder Metal Reviews. So you don't have to or do have to, your choice. But you should. Regardless. I haven't listened to that much hate breed. You should. I have to admit, I've not listened to very much hate breed. I think I listened to album number four or five and I was like, eh, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm not a huge hardcore fan either. I find the vocals a bit monotone. And I know as much as I've said how much I love Slayer, 
some of our listeners are gonna be like what the fuck but anyway i you know this is kind of a lot of screaming but not much variation i don't know but it's um that's maybe not fair and i tried to give this album a fair shake and i listened to it many times so i just want to say i'm surprised jamie joust hasn't blown his voice out because too, his voice brother. doesn't change from his early albums to this one it's At all, all. No, there. Zero. it's the same shit i don't know how he's talking because that's a lot of screaming. me either i thought that too i'm like dude you're still doing this like i heard you like five albums ago and yeah well, see, that is the uh, thing that it reminds me of. And, and I will admit that I haven't listened to Hate Breed a whole lot since probably Supremacy, yeah. um, 2006. Um, but there are parts of this that really remind me of Black Flag and Henry mm-hmm. Rollins. For sure. Not quite musically as good, but just the, the presentation and, and the way that Jamie sings reminds me some of, of Henry. And once you learn to do that, you can do that without destroying your voice. And I guess he has because he must have, or and, he wouldn't be he'd be done. Yeah, I right. I mean, the first album came out in '97, so it's yeah, he'd be fucking later, done. He's still doing it. Yeah. yeah, no, he'd be Creed so, guy, right? <laughs> the guy in Creed, I mean, <laughs> right? Just blew it out. Like I know, yeah. In uh, their self-titled, I think, I think it's Hate Breed in their self-titled album. He does some clean singing so. in that album. Yeah, does he? Yeah. 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 Surprise. Yeah. yeah. Well, he doesn't know. I think he this might album. on Kingdom of Sorrow, that band that he did with um, Kirk Winstead from Crowbar. Yeah, I think That's he did. Interesting. Well, yeah. this album, yeah. he said, fuck that noise. <laughs> he did. <laughs> he does not he do that for even did. one second. There's no change in the vocal style at all from start to finish. No. But I mean, if Dude, you listen this to album, it's like having a life coach yelling at you for 30 seconds. <laughs> totally is. <laughs> That's exactly I mean, what it is. That is what it is. And, you know, uh, my first introduction to Haybreed was the Triple X movie with Vin mm. Diesel. That sounds like you too, Tracy. Because uh, I will be herds in that soundtrack. And I was like, oh, this song's neat. And so I went and found it. And I was like, these guys are angry and they're heavy and I want to listen to them. And that's what started me down the hate breed path. And then when you actually like not knowing hate breed and then coming in and hearing them straight from the get go and hearing them point blank without understanding the lyrics, you're probably like, these guys are some fucking angry people. Then you listen to the look up the lyrics or listen to them. And you're like, oh, this is some very inspirational shit in here. It is. Tracy, sometimes I forget how fucking 2000s you are. You're like 2000s distilled into a human human form. You just said triple X soundtrack. (laughs) (laughs) No, you can say the same thing about me and Ben in the 90s. Like, it's just when when future archaeologists listen to this podcast, which they clearly will, they're going to be like, oh, shit. An anthropologist. Oh, for sure. Forensic anthropologists. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be, they're going to listen to the previous episode here, Ben, talk about up all night usa Indeed. comedy movies shannon and- tweed or whatever yeah it's gonna, they're gonna be like what the fuck yeah no but then tracy's gonna say triple x and soundtrack and cd and people are gonna like what but yeah this album is very much if you're a fan of hate breed i think you're gonna enjoy it regardless like you know what you're getting from them you do and this isn't nothing to like nothing unexpected happens this album and so you get what you get from these guys on this. And I figured Ben would appreciate this album because it's a nice 34 minutes and none of the tracks are over. I thought that too. <laughs> I'm like, this. there's no intro. Ben's, and this album is 10 minutes long. Ben is going to be into this. <laughs> I I did like that. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure. But to, to, be, to be completely fair, 
Um, as much as I love hardcore punk and this is a de- derivative of that, I wouldn't want to listen to this for 45 minutes to an hour either. Oh, so. Yeah, I listen to this yeah. album a lot of times. So, yes, it's, it's, it is a phenomenon. It's a thing. I don't think you could. You know, we were talking about listening to this and Bolt Thrower. If mm-hmm. I felt like this album and Bolt Thrower were finished before the previous episode we did album for the episode we did like these two took up in my mind the whole time it took for the other album to take so it was yeah, a nice change of pace it was but uh, well no i'm not gonna talk about bolt thrower it's too soon i have so much to say emotionally about bolt thrower but hate i don't have the connection with hate that i have with bolt thrower both thrower and i were in this shit together tracy the, we were in the NAM together that's what i'm trying to say fighting orcs or whatever it was but hate breed i don't know they're just like yeah. guys they're just guys from Connecticut. But I do feel like my life coach was yelling at me a lot and trying to keep me positive. So that was, you know. I mean, I kind of wanted to like break some shit. That was cool. Like in terms of listening to this, I'm like, wow, everyone to punch something. So if that's what you want from your music, this does that. But in a positive really, way. Really positive punch. Yeah, in a positive way. I feel like this was more positive than their other albums, though. And mm-hmm. I don't I think, know. Yeah. Because the others seem to be angrier than this one, but maybe coronavirus like coronavirus made them appreciate shit. I don't know. Or I think also they may be like, "Hey, let's put this out there, fans." Because I know probably in the process about four months ago, probably in the process we're recording, is Jamie Johnson was talking about because I listened to his podcast there for a while, and he's doing with uh, Howard Jones, the former lead singer for Killswitch, and now. Mm like the torch and they were talking about depression and their battles with it Oof, and they're both yeah. like yeah i remember days of laying in bed and not even having the urge to get to go pee so just peeing in bottles and setting it by the bed and they're like oh, we remember those days and they're probably like a lot of people probably going through it now so i think that kind of mindset probably helped steer the writing in this album Oof. yeah so it's, it's not a good time y'all anybody who's listening to this in five years or ten years this era we live in is a piece of flaming shit I just yeah. want that on the record officially. <laughs> just <laughs> fuck 2020, which is almost over. Uh, I mean, that, 2020 got the album it deserved in Night of the Storm Rider for Christmas, okay? Yeah. <laughs> no, I can neither confirm nor deny that. Shit, y'all. Should we talk about songs? I feel like that's not where we are. I feel like I'm always the guy who says that. Should we talk about songs? No. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's talk uh, about and I'll songs. go ahead and go first. Do it. Um, I really thought that Instinctive slash Slaughterlust was a very interesting opener for them. And that it actually, even though we kind of said that you know what you're getting for them, there were elements of thrash on that that I don't normally hear, at least in their earlier stuff. And like I said, I haven't listened to the last few albums. Um, that I really liked, Let Them All Rot, Set It Right. So essentially, I think that the first half of the album through probably a, a stroke of red is really good. And the stuff on the back half of the album is not bad by any means, but I liked the the first half way better. I, this will shock you listeners, agree with Ben 100%. Uh, I think it opens really solid. I really like the title track a lot. Maybe it's the lyrics. I don't know. Something about it was really catchy. But yeah, I think that first five, six songs are quite good. And the rest of the album's okay, but I have to admit it starts, they start blurring together a tiny yeah. bit, but uh, it's a, it opens very strong. Uh, this is the real shock. I'm going to agree with you guys. So we are all My three God, in agreement man. in this. And that, that first 15 minutes of the album mm-hmm. is fucking fantastic from Agreed. Instinctive to Stroke of Red. Mm-hmm. And my favorite part in, the, in those tracks is actually Cling to Life. Okay. 
Uh, but uh, even the back half, none of them are weak. They're weaker than the front half, but they're not bad. And I'd even say from gold to gray is pretty solid in its own right. Yeah. I love the title track, or the, not the title track, but the track, the her- title, The Herd Will Scatter. Mm-hmm. But Oh, yeah, I like that song, too. That's song the other did. one I really like. Yes. At, at the end, that's been the best track, for sure. That's the one where I'm like, oh, this is cool. Like, I perk up again, because I would just listen to this album while doing shit. And, yeah, that's a good song, too. It's got some good songs on it. You're just banging pots and pans. Banging pots and pans, just cutting garlic, whatever, chopping onions, doing taxes, whatever it is I'm doing. (laughs) Like, this is happening, and the herds will scatter. It'll make me stop chopping onions and be like, yes, yes. My life coach told me I'm a piece of shit, but I need to pick myself up and do it better. And I I chop the onions better. I just do it. Yeah. When you look in the mirror, you got to start with yourself. Got to. Got to. Yeah. So shall we grade this thing? Let's grade it. Let's do it. Uh, I'll lead off on this one. I'm going to give it a B plus. I don't think it's a pretty solid album. Um, I had that phase where I really listened to them in the late 2000s, early 2010s. But that memory has passed me by of what I thought of their albums, like ranking them wise. So I don't know where I'd exactly put this in here, but it's solid that I'll be coming back to it later. On purpose. Allegedly. Other albums. What do you think, Ben? It's a word. I'm going to go slightly lower than Tracy. I'm going to give it a B because I think that it's a really solid album done by professionals. And the production is actually really good, too. Zeus did a good job. Um, You know what you're getting with Eight Breed, and it is all of that served up in like 35 minutes or whatever I said it was earlier. And I can't hate that, but I... And this is going to sound odd considering what I've said about some other bands like Slayer and that kind of things. I wish that it hadn't been so one note. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm with you there. And that's why I'm going to give it a B minus. Don't hate me, everyone. I, I like it. And to me, a B minus is a perfectly respectable grade. Uh, and I don't have much of a frame of reference. I don't have a lot of hate breed like repertoire in my life. But yeah, uh, it's quite listenable. It's kind of fun. I might listen to it again just because I'm already nostalgic about our show, even though it's ongoing, question mark. Anyway, uh, B minus for me. Yeah. Like, I'm not the, yeah, I'm not the big of a hardcore guy. I don't know. Yeah, what do you think, Tracy? Well, yeah, I was going to say, you guys were talking about, you know, this album and Ben saying kind of one note. And I was thinking about it and I just kind of, could we do this in a blast? I don't think this is a band you want to do in a blast because it would all just turn into a giant hey breed blob and you'd be like uh shrug like my life my life coach has yelled at me for three hours now (laughs) it would be a lot yeah well the good thing is it would only be like an hour and a half but (laughs) okay yeah touche i overshot that in terms of my estimate but it's perfectly listenable if you like hardcore you like hey breed you should definitely pick this up yeah uh yeah that's my what's our average would be totally respectable definitely I mean, there's been a lot worse albums that came out this oh, year. Oh, God. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. We're not going to name names because oh, yeah. those are other episodes. Yeah. yeah. Jesus. <laughs> what are we doing next, Tracy, man? Next, we are dipping our waters in something we often talk about here, but we don't get a chance to really explore. And we're going to dive into the Realm of Chaos by Bolt Thrower. Fuck. Yes, we are. <sighs> Old school. We'll see if anybody's able to stand up for the imperial man or if they give in i mean sometimes the, the <laughs> eye of horus and the darkness overwhelm you but listen ladies and gentlemen we'll be uh we'll be hitting that hard soon 
And when is this airing? Christmas-ish? Or is this already 2021? We're in 2021. It's already 2021. It's the fucking future. Yeah. All right. This well, everyone in the future. 7th. Man, they know things we don't know. <laughs> People listening to this. So to you Hopefully in the future. Well. Uh-huh. I'm going to look at okay. I hope it's going okay. Because we're still in 2020 and it sucks. So we're doing Roma Chaos. Yeah. Inauguration day, nine days later. Like yeah. we could really be entering the Roma Chaos yeah. nine days later. That's, so. that's what I'm referring to. <laughs> <laughs> well, stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen, both to how reality plays out and this podcast. Uh.